Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So this morning, forever and always, I like to say people like love like me. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So on Wednesday, we started our, our discussion on love. All right. He said, either finds a wife, finds a good thing. Amen. That marriage is good. All right. If you, are, if, you are, if you don't know, you're not sure, just look at Juliana and Tamilari. You know. Then you cannot look behind the new ones at the back, too. You know. There's this marital glow. Amen. So you too soon, right? Say with your chest, soon. Mm. Soon. It's good to marry early. It's good to what? Not in the streets. Not in the streets. It's good to marry early. Mm? It's good to marry early. Some of us are almost begging us. I'm tired of cooking for you, Mr. Man. Go and marry. Leave my house. They are begging you. I'm tired. Eh? Go out. Go. Marry. Let's do the cooking. Amen. Someone say, I hear. All right. So we said choosing a, mar- a partner is about vision. Let me put up this one. Okay, it's stopping my mic. Okay, it's about vision. It's first about vision. That's who you will become to determine who you marry now. Who you will become should determine who you marry now. You are marrying for your entire lifetime, not for today alone. Mm. So, you must be able to have a clear picture of who you are going to become. What will you be doing with your life? Alright? That determines who who can go along life with you. We said he's beyond, he's cute, she's fine. Big ifs does not a good babe make. Amen. Let me say it again for those at the back. Big ifs does not a good wife make. Did not hear me first time, so I have to piss off. Figure eight does not a good wife make. Well, yeah. No, there has to be some eye candy to your relationship. There has to be some eye candy to your babe. So I agree. The eyes must be given. The body must be... Amen now. Uh, so you can tell her, you know, when I look at your keneko, keneko, my... When it's Sons of Solomon, it's the Everest, Sons of Solomon. You know, your hair is like the river. Your hand is like, I'm like, guy. You know, that gets just so, so dramatic. Your hair is like, you know, it's like goats coming down the river. 
What happened? Yes. So it's like, you wear wig. <laughs> All right. So everything must be. Uh, All right. Yeah. Six packs does not a good man make. You better disagree. Amen. Amen. It's, it's good to have packs, yeah. It's good to it's, it's good to build well. Yes, you know, part of part of manliness is in liking manly things. Yes. So, yes. So you must deliberately, you know. Now, for me now, um, growing up, I didn't send anything to do any pack, any one pack, any two pack, you know. Right. But I will raise my child to be more delicate about his build. Right? Because it's not too late. No, 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 it's not too late. Of course, it's not too late. It's not too late now. It's not too, I'm trying now. I'm trying, you know. But yeah, my point is that I would, I would help my child to see it early. Yes, because um, part of growing a man is making a man learn manly things, to learn and to like manly things. Do you understand? Yeah. Amen. All right. He said, vision is how you choose a partner. Vision and values. So the vision determines the values. Amen. Your vision determines your values. Your vision determines your values. So if, for example, you intend to be, you know, a top-ranking prof one day, your core value is reading. Amen. It's not education. More schooling, more research. No. So your vision drives your values. We said um, in Proverbs 31 that the, pro the, king's, the, the king's mother, the princess mother told him, um, Lamuel, you know, you're a future king. So because you're a king, vision, okay, that is why you don't drink wine. That's why you don't go about chasing women, okay? So the vision determines the value. It says, give wine to, to the poor man who is perishing. So he can what? Drink and forget his sorrows. But you, O oh king, with a bright future, strong wine is not for you. Amen. So if you are here and you have a, you have a, a future, amen, strong wine is not for you. It says, give the man that is perishing, that is perishing. Okay? So he can drink and forget his sorrows. So vision drives values. So you are going to bright future or perishing. So you cannot have to choose your wine. Amen. Alright? He says, was telling her, she was telling him that wine can derail your values. Wine can derail your sense of justice. Wine can make you misbehave. And because you're a king, you can't afford to misbehave. You can't afford the scandal. Act right. So, vision drives values. You then choose your partner based on the values. Amen. Alright. So, you might not agree on everything with your partner, but you should agree on core values. You should agree on your core values. You won't agree on everything. You cannot agree on everything. You cannot. Okay? But you should agree on core values. Alright? Spirituality. You should agree on that. Is that a core value? If the Bible is your core value, you must both agree on the Bible as the word of God. That what it says is true. It's important. If, if, you, if your core value is giving, some people are called to give. That's their ministry. They just give. They don't give like some people. Because we are begging you to give tithe. Some people give almost everything. It's their calling. 
they live to give. There are people like that. That they live to give. They live to give. So we must agree that we can live to give. So that someone, someone is not crying, you give everything away. It's my core value. So there must be agreement on core values. There are people like you, so they live to give. Yes. All right. It's a ministry too, right? All right? So agree on these things. Agree on, on your life's work. Now, it might not be the same thing, right? But you should be able to like my kind of job. For example, if the man says, you know, I cannot marry a doctor. It's no argument. Let's not marry each other. It's not, there's no fight in it. There's no, you might one day agree. No, let's just learn lawyer, okay? To your tent is ready, but it's good to your own tent, okay? So you should agree or no to be able to work together on your life's work. So I asked again many years ago, like, can you marry an entrepreneur? And he said, never. I just knew that. Any small crush should be flushed straight. Just. Just. <laughs> All right? So agree. Agree on core values. All right? Good, good, good. We said we don't marry the person for his car, account, you know, her beauty, all those things. She can cook, you know, she can swing. Okay? <laughs> all right? Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. The person that fears the Lord is to be praised. So we marry for values. We marry the person, not his account balance. Amen. Not his father's name. It's, it's a dangote. It's an atetela. We, don't marry, we marry for the person. Vision and values. We don't marry the car. We marry the person. Amen. We don't marry the car. Or the account balance, we marry the person, vision and values. So, men, when the girl bounces you for a man with a car, just know her vision is small. She's not your level before. Yes, so just be happy that she's not my type. She has small dreams. She has. Amen. <laughs> of course, now. All right? So, don't let anybody judge you by what you have now. Don't let anybody judge you by what you have now. Don't, it's even crazy because some people are students in school. They are feeling smoke, don't have car. You are a student in school, don't have car. You are crying. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is your problem? You are feeling bad, you don't have car. You are a student in university. Should you have car? Should you, no, should you have car at this point of your life? Is that your priority? So I hear now that on campuses now, the real thing is to have for boys to be driving cars about. That has a raining thing. He said it's what? It's Camry. And it's Camry now. Yeah, I won't say anything. <laughs> Amen. He said it's, it's Yahoo boys, you know, and them. Amen. Okay. <laughs> All right. So please don't be under pressure. And asking a young man telling himself, I must buy a car this year. Why can't I allow your final year? Why is that your vision? I must buy a car this year. Maybe want to start to buy. Yeah, I want to start to buy. Yes, okay. okay. Kudos. All right. We, I said we also need to see far to marry. You see spiritually. See your spiritual intuition. So you can see beyond, you know, what the person has. To see into his vision, his, his values, and to see into the future. You know, 
if you are walking in alignment with God, you will have a knowing. You will have a knowing that is beyond what the person has now. You will have a knowing that is beyond where he or she is now. This knowing that this is it. And it's beyond what the person has now. It's beyond it. Yeah, it's beyond. You just know. Recognition. Spiritual intuition. You just know. You may have some questions. She's not tall enough. She's not fat enough. You know, he's not, he, he, he wears wear the weirdest colors. His, his shokoto is like this every time. He cannot slim fit it. His shoe is like this. Amen. Amen. You know the baby hair, you just come every time, everything just rough. Amen. It takes vision to see beyond that, okay? Those things can be helped. And it's never hard. If you see my picture with my babe the first year, you're asking now, what do you see for this boy body? What? Amen. All right? Those things that can be learned. They can be developed. They can be helped. All right? So look beyond those things to go to the vision and the values. All right, good. So today, why should you marry? Why you should marry? Mm-hmm. Matthew 19, 3 to 12. Matthew 19, 3 to 12. Amen. Someone is saying, ah, I like this guy. Boy, you're not too tall. He's not too tall. Is his character tall? Is his vision tall? Is his loyalty tall? Some people are very tall in body, low in loyalty. Loyalty one is dainty. If you blink, it's gone. Put the law, so put the law. They are so. <laughs> there's this joke that fine boy is everybody's wife. Fine boy is everybody's. Everybody's husband. So the guy is so cute, but you cannot trust him. Mm. So look for the character first before the physical specs, vision and character first. All right? There's a way when somebody is, um, when, when, when the basics are right, people can get finer in your eyes. When the basics are right, people get finer in your eyes. So guys, let's ask ourselves a real question. A real question. Just answer me sincerely. Now, all the, all the guys you have liked before, were they all your physical spec? Please say the truth. Were they all? Just like, just like this girl, Sha, you don't even you are wondering, but this girl looks my physical spec. But I like I'm Gosha. Love will love as a way of compensating for the physical specs. When there are other things, they overshadow the the incompletion of the physical spec. And what makes a good partner is beyond the tallest in my school. Amen. Now, have you seen Piki and Shakira? With all her Shakira, Shakira, the guy is this slider. <laughs> So with all his, he's rich, he's a fine boy. Is he slide now? Is he slide? Now he's now fight. There's more to marriage than physical specs and resources. 
All right? So before you cancel those boys and those girls, think I'm well, though. Before you cancel them on top of that one, think it well. Think it well. Hmm? Think it well. Okay. There's no bot car. I will ask again, did your father have car at his age? I, I know your father's own. I know, I know your history. You perform me. <laughs> I know your story. Eh? All right. One, two, go, verse three. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying to him, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning, made them male and female? Verse 5. Verse 5. So then, they are no longer. Are, are you angry? Verse 4. Verse 4, sorry. Verse 4. Okay, made them male and female. Okay, continue. And said, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. Verse 6. So then, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. You like that part, Abby? Amen. Continue. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give certificate of divorce and to put her away? Verse 8. He said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, I'm telling you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Verse 9. And I say to you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Commit adultery. And whoever marries, who is divorced, commits adultery. Leave that part alone. That part another discussion another day. Relax. Not, not today, someone. So, just keep it another day when I have the time for it. Just do like this. Hold it somewhere. Okay? Okay, verse 10. If it's, yeah, it, it is better. <laughs> voila. So this is our problem, okay? If the way marriage is looking hard, if you cannot divorce, it's just better. Let's not marry. So you're saying, I saw my daddy married. It was hard. I saw my mommy went through this, went through that. Says, if you cannot divorce, oh, better. Let's not marry. Okay? So there's a way today's trauma and PTSD of what we can see around our world can make people not to like marriage. So, so your parents' marriage, how they fought every other day, sometimes twice a day, Sunday, thrice, for church or money, money after church, you know? So you can make it not, I, I, I'm not going to marry. Some people, some people hate men because what, what they saw at home. Some, some people's men has come, it's from home. It's from home that they took their men has come from, it's from home. Alright, so, yes, I get it. But Christ said something, from the beginning it was not so. So, there's a plan for marriage that God had in mind. So, our goal is to go back to the beginning and learn marriage through the eyes of God. To see marriage from the eyes of God and then to deliberately pattern our own marriages after God's plan for marriage. 
So, because of their hard hearts, Moses wanted them to divorce. But what if we can all, you and your spouse, can learn the art of Jesus? You can have a good home. If you both choose to walk in the way of God, how God sees marriage, you can have a good home. And many people today have good homes. It's not so rare. Amen. So people who speak more about their own, speak more about your partner. Be less private. Just put some small tension in the air. Just sprinkle tension in here and there. Sprinkle it here, sprinkle it there. So, you can, so other people can, can be inspired to want to go on this journey also. What's your mommy? Good girl. All right, Genesis 2. Genesis 2. From 18.25. From 18.25. Genesis 2. From 18.25. Are we there? Are we there? Want to go? And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. I will make him a helper suitable to him. Right? Verse, continue. Yeah. The Lord God formed beasts of the field, bed of the air. Yeah. To see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that's what his name. Okay? 20. So Adam gave names to all cattle, the beds of the air, beasts of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept and took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in his place. What was that? Okay. Then the rib, yeah, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. See his reaction. And Adam said, wow. The wow that I put the wow myself. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of the man. All right? 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Continue. 25. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So, God says, it's not, it's not good for a man to be alone. God made man to be, relational, to be a relational being. God made man in his own, in his own likeness. And even God is a relational being. Why God says, let us create. So, he's not let me, he's let us. So God made man like him. Man, God put a man in his life for community, for relationships, for friendships. So we are designed to live in communities, societies, not to live alone. But designed for love and affection. You are designed for love, to give and receive love. Affection, affirmation, protection. All right, so God has made us that way. So, so it is not good for anybody to do life alone. So we need people. We need friends. We need partners. And all for synergy. Alright? For synergy. For companionship. But above all that, the best of synergy is in marriage. The deepest of partnership, of synergy, of relationship is marriage. Amen. We can have partners, church members, church is family, right? Church is family, right? But people can leave you alone in church. Amen. 
Amen. Now, people go, people come. Happy. All right? But the one that stays, that should stay, is your partner, your spouse. That is the deepest level of synergy, of, 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 of love, of intimacy, of relationship. So, it should be so, it should be so strong and fulfilled such that, you know, you can be naked there and not be ashamed. Naked means I can be myself completely. I can let you see all of me and feel no shame. I can be completely vulnerable and feel no shame, feel no embarrassment. And we all need this. Amen. You need somebody that can see you as you are. No packaging, no forming. The real you and still feel, still feel loved. Now, I'm not saying you should show your bad behavior and say, look at that, no shame. No, you know, no pretense, this is me. Take me as I am. Take me as I am. Take me. I can have all songs for you, don't worry. So, right, but you know, you should be able to be yourself, your kind self, your growing self, your learning self, okay, and still feel safe. Everybody needs where they don't have to form. All right? And that is only, that is only, you know, really available in the marital institution. So the gospel for Mike is that you can be yourself there and feel safe. Amen. So we are made for relationship, for companionship. Okay? Mm. Everybody needs where they can be fully themselves, you know, and be safe in their vulnerability. Okay? So we are meant to be, it's, it's relationship of complete oneness. Oneness is the two shall become one flesh. One flesh. So it means that you become, you know, a, a single unit, a bonded union, where we act together. You know, we, I don't have word for it, because it's, it's deeper than that. Oneness, one, one, one. I don't have any more for it. Just, you know, look for more for oneness. All right? But it's the deepest level of relationship, of intimacy, of vulnerability. Everybody needs this, all right? And marriage is where we can really, really have that. Okay? So in marriage, we enjoy, you know, number one, spiritual, spiritual, synergy, spiritual, synergy, spiritual synergy, spiritual synergy, okay? Where we can both agree on something spiritually. Matthew 18, 18. says, two, if two shall agree on anything on earth, it shall be done for them. If two shall agree on earth about anything to be done for them. So we enjoy first and foremost synergy spiritually. Synergy spiritually. Where we can both pursue, you know, pursue God together. Serve God together. Love upon God together. Learn from God together. Where you can feel down and partner is up and it's helping you stay up. Amen. Where you feel, you know, this week you've not really prayed much, but it's during the prayer. Amen. You know, imagine you feel down in your house, you've not prayed, but the way you're hearing is tongues, it's bringing, your, bringing up your own tongues too. You know that kind of feeling. Now, wow, you need to marry more. I need to, I need to call your boyfriend. That's what he's doing. All right. But yeah, even in church, some of these tongues can wake up your own tongues. You know that one, Abi? Ekpele, Jero. So yes, so it's a spiritual, spiritual synergy. So you can both, you know, pursue our spiritual goals together, lay hold of stuff together. Where one man's faith might be weak, the other can help his faith become strong. All right? Pray together, agree on things together in prayer. There's power in, a, in, in agreement, in prayer of agreement. There's power when we pray together in agreeing over anything. 
Hallelujah. Alright? Good. We also enjoy emotional support. Okay? Because doing life sometimes can be overwhelming. Life can really get overwhelming. Amen. We are, we are both in Nigeria. We are both in Lagos now. We are all here. You see, you see how Nigeria is? How Lagos is? So in Lagos, you know. If you are in Lagos, amen. So we need emotional support. We need what? Emotional support to help you when things are being get overwhelming. Someone to say, it's going to be okay. You got this. It will work. We will be fine. My son has a new slang now. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. I'm like, say, Jola, go and sleep. Uh, don't worry. Everything will be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you need someone telling you, don't worry. It will work. You need it. So that you can bear it all out too. That can help you through tough times. Emotional support. So you just, you just, you just hear sometimes, just, it, it's fine. It will work. They are doing well. Now you all even need to hear. They are working so hard. It will work out. Keep going. You'll be fine. Okay? Ah, now we'll come to that matter later on. It's my note. That is key matter. It's in my note as we count here. All right? Emotional support. Exercise 4, exercise 4, 12. Exercise 4, 8 to 12. Ecclesiastes 4, 8 to 12. It says, Woe is the man who is down and asks no man to help him. Hmm. Okay, let's go together. On the screen, quickly. There is one alone without companion. He has neither son nor brother. Yet there is no end to all his labors, nor is I satisfied with riches. But he never asks, for whom do I toil and deprive myself of good? This also is vanity and a grave. What does I don't want children? Shall I say it though? Let's reverse it. I don't want kids. Read that part well. Read that part very well. Ask yourself, all you now do, what are we doing it for? What are we doing it for? Made all the money. What do what you do with it? Okay. <laughs> Read it well. Ask yourself deep questions. I don't want children. Ask yourself deep questions. All I do in my life, what will it not be for? What will it be for? All the labor, all the effort for what? Charity. It could, it's not called Dabi. It's not Dabi. Ask people that have done it. Ask them. Live story. Ask adults. Alright? Verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Hmm. It says two can get more done than one. Two can get more done than one. Mm. For if they fall, one will what? Lift up his companion. But woe to him who is down if, if, if when he falls. For he has no one to help him up. In life, mistakes will happen. There will be challenges, there will be, challenge, be issues in life. It's not if, it is when. There will be challenges, there will be trying times. It says woe, woe. Strong words, right? Woe to him who is down and he has nobody to help him up. Verse 11. Again, they will keep warm. Many people know, amen. But how can one be warm alone? Verse 12. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a three-foot cord is not quickly broken. All right? So, yes. So you need emotional support. All right? Marriage, 
provides a platform for emotional support to get you through life. What about mental power, mental synergy? Being able to get good ideas together. Brainstorming together and producing quality ideas together. There's power in thinking in groups. You know that, right? Yeah. That when you both face a challenge, you can both brainstorm and bring out better, well-rounded solutions. Amen. Mental synergy, mental power produced from having quality ideas, you know, with your partner. Amen. Now, the thing about, about, about teamwork is that there are also differences in our, in our team. Differences. The issue with teamwork is differences. And, it, and you know, it brings conflict. Amen. Teamwork compulsorily brings conflict to our differences. Hmm. Some people say, you know, I'm going to leave her alone because we have, you know, differences that can be reconciled. We are so different, we are not compatible. What have I said before? We are so different, we are incompatible. It cannot work. Is that so? So, if we are in the same team, let's say we are seven in the team, and we all think the same way, act the same way, look the same way, hmm? then in that team, we are all useless in that team, but one person. We don't need you now. If we all think the same way, talk the same way, act the same way, then we don't need each other. Amen. So this is why we need each other, because we are different. So what makes a strong team? Diversity. Even now, HR is not, is not hiring for diversity. Abi? So now they hire white, hire black, hire women, hire men for diversity. So they can have diverse, you know, diverse ideas, diverse opinions to have a well-rounded team. Amen. So, in a team, what makes a team strong is diversity. What makes a strong team is the diversity. So when you tell your partner, we are not alike. We are so different. We are not compatible. That's, that's the problem. See, that being different, why are you compatible? Did you get that? That being different is why you are compatible. Is why you need him or her. That we can both see things differently. That like I see this this way, you see it that way. It's what makes us, it's what makes us a strong, you know, power couple. Many times, that different perspective, what will save your marriage? What will save your life? Save your career, your business? Do you understand? No. Thank you. I like that feedback. Let me look for example to nail it. So, Look for example for your sake, Mr. Ro. Pray for me for an example. Are you praying? All right. So, if we both think the same way, okay, this will only get the same kind of ideas. We only get the same kind of ideas. Amen now. So, it means if the idea is wrong, we always don't be wrong because we always think the same way. But someone thinking differently can open up to, to, to new realities, to new possibilities by seeing differently. Do you understand? Being able to think differently opens us up to new possibilities, new realities. Another way of doing things that I, w- I won't know by the way I think and see life alone. Don't forget, we are not made perfectly. We all have our own blind spots and weaknesses that someone else can help us to feel with their own strengths. So that difference 
of strengths, weaknesses, of opinions makes us a formidable team. Amen. So your partner will not see everything like you for you to be a compatible couple. Are we together? So, we must be open to the differences. It's what makes us strong. One person likes to plan everything. I know a guy, I won't call his name, in this church. He's sitting on this side of the church. He used to play the keyboard. He's head of worship. You, you know him? The guy plans everything. He can plan his TFF for a year. Who does that? How does someone plan Tife? I see he's planning for a year, he's planned everything, even Tife. Even me, I plan, but you don't pass my own. Now, imagine now marrying someone like him. That also needs to, that also plans before he coughs. He has planned the cough. It will be mega boring. Amen. So, what makes for him a compatible couple is someone that is less that is less, in quote, rigid. Someone that, that is more spontaneous. Someone that is more, that is more, in quote, interesting. Do you understand? So, that sense it differently. is what makes a power couple. Do you get it now? So, the compatibility is in the differences. I cannot marry me. God forbid. <laughs> eh? I cannot marry me. I'm good though, but all more we go boring for the house. Now walk, we go to walk. Walk. Amen. I walk. I will plan everything before we do anything. No plan, no doing. Amen. But many times, that spontaneity of your partner takes you in the future. So she has seen something to do now. And it must be done now. But you need to plan for one year. That opportunity might leave you. That opportunity might be gone. Because you need to plan for one year. So it makes you strong when you can both work together. When you can say, okay, today we are doing your way. Let's go and do it now. No plan, but let's go. Do you understand? So what makes you compatible is the differences. If you then learn to celebrate your differences, accept it, work with it, make it make your union stronger. Don't make her into you. You'll be tired. Oh, my son, I promise you. Don't make, don't, don't, you want him to, to be like you. So, don't fight differences. Use it to make your union stronger. It will help you. Accept it. Celebrate it. Make a joke of it. You want to bed you. Oh, bear. My lovely baby, you know. I need to tell you, my lemon's planning. All right? But it makes your union stronger. It makes your union stronger, okay? Ransom will tell us then. Now, for him to make every choice in his life, he likes to plan everything. But there are things he cannot plan. Things happen. They will call her, babes, this is your own strength. Catch and crush her, just do it spontaneously. Now ask her, what should we do now? And you say, just need to plan. You say, we'll do this, 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 that. Okay, let's go and do it. I need to work. If it's him, if you sit down, you plan it. But ah, you just come and say, okay, let's just do this, this, that. They will do it. So celebrate the differences 
in your unit. Because the differences makes us a stronger union together. Are we all of Ghana? All right. So what makes you compatible is your differences. Do you understand? So we can share core values, but what is that? You know that 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 leaves us with unique difference for strengths and weaknesses. That makes us a strong, compatible couple. Good. So when you are with your partner and it's, sometimes it can be annoying, you know, difference can be annoying. Who knows that? Difference can be very, very annoying. It can be very annoying. Let's say the truth. Celebrate it. There is strength. There is strength in it. There is strength in it. There is strength in it. Don't make it frustrate you. Make it make you know stronger. Right. My wife and I are very different. Oh, you even know. That fell out, right? You could not hold it. My wife and I are very different. Number one, you know, I can be very public with my life. My wife is very private. My wife is so, I used to beg her, can I post this picture? And she'll be like, don't post Kineko, Kineko. Ah. You know, she's very private. I'm very, I like, I'm sure my love on the mountain, in the valley, <laughs> under the sea. She wants to just stay on her own. I'm like, babes, it's my birthday. Can you start talking public? You're like, no, I've talked in private. I want you to talk in public. You know, we are different. Me, I show my own love in the mountain. She wants to show her love. All right. Me, I can be very serious with life. I'm letting that to calm down. My wife likes to have fun. She's interesting. She wants to go to the beach. I'm like, what's, what's on the beach? Sand. I'm like, sand. Under the sun. I mean, I hate sun in my life. I, I don't like, no, I'm always sweating. So I hate the sun. But she, her fun is beach. My own fun is at home. Sit down doing nothing. I'm having fun. <laughs> so, I'm not like, stay at home doing what I like. Just stay at home. Come on, we can just look at each other. Stay at home, look at each other. I'm fine. Just be at home together in the same space. I'm good. But she's like, what we have to do together? No, don't do anything. Just be there, seeing each other. I'm good. We are very different. Amen. And yes, you know, when I was, I was talking about something, something serious, I was talking about, you know, I was saying something very, something very, very serious. I just said, let's go and buy ice cream. <laughs> I was like, I'm in my serious, I'm something serious. Your own brain is, let's go and buy ice cream. I was, I was waiting for feedback, what I was saying. So, like, ice cream. But you see that, she brings me a good balance. Is it always, is it always fun? <laughs> no. It gets annoying, yes. But that's the strength of the relationship. So when I begin to learn to accept it more, I have more peace of mind. All right? My wife will say, so I'm at the gate, come on, come on from the gate. To me, that means you are at the gate. What do I do? I run out to the gate, open the gate. To her, ah, she's on the next street. She's not lying, you know. Just, that's what, that's what she, she's not lying. So it's be like a lie before, but and I learned that she's not lying. That is how she thinks about distance. It's how she sees distance. In her mind, before you get down, 
she will be at the gate. But she's, she's never at the gate when you get down. She's never there. Me, I'm like, you're at the gate. I, I run down. Because to me, I'm at the gate means I'm at the gate. So I run down. I'm like, Differences. So my wife's a dreamer. She's a dreamer. And she doesn't dream small. Amen. So she will dream things that she cannot execute. I love you, babe. <laughs> Me, I like to see my dream on paper. So I write it down. I'll put cost to it. I'll write it down. And I'll be like, okay, I have this. I need this. Eh? My babe might not have anything down. But she wants to do it. How much will it cost? She only plans the first cost. She only plans the first cost. The remaining that come after us. Amen. God will do it. And me, that, that God will do it to annoy me. God will do it to a plan. God will do it. It's not a plan. I want to see the plan of how he will do it. So, you know what will now happen? You know what will now happen? She will now jump halfway. Like, help me, help me. <laughs> Let me say I'm sorry to her right now. <laughs> All right, so now I'm learning to be okay with helping her finish it. I'm learning. I'm learning. But what happens to us? She can get to the future. Because what I, what I need to wait and plan for, she just does it. So in so doing, she takes us to the future sometimes. So together, we are stronger. Do you understand? Is it always fun? Most times, no. I'm like, babes, my, in my heart. My, my family. <laughs> All right? But yes, it takes us into the future as a family. It takes us into the future as a family. All right? So our strength is in... <laughs> they are threatening me. <laughs> All right? So our strength is in our differences. If we are both like me, we will do nothing until that's finished working on paper. All the money will have come, but sometimes it can get too late. Or it can get too delayed. And this can just can leave your grasp. Alright? Again, is it always funny? I, 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 like, I like to say the truth. I like to say the truth. So you can know that it's not always in real life funny. Amen. So that when you're in the shoes also, you know, Peter said it too. Can you your funny, Rara? When we pastors form and act like marriage is rosy, they put us all in trouble. You know what happens to you? When I have a small problem, again, child, I, like, I like our sincerity. Moreover, because when you now have small issues, you're not telling yourself, he's a bad person. He's a bad person because you, you thought that everything in marriage is just roses. So now, my couples that I, that I counsel, they can handle conflict. They can handle being in a conflict because they know that it they happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right? Because I like to be real. 
Amen. Men communicate, use words to communicate facts. If a man says, I'm hungry, he's actually hungry. There's nothing else to desire, he's hungry. What he said, how he said it, is what he's thinking. What he said is what he thinks. Don't add to it. Women help you add to it. This is what you said. I didn't say that. This is what I said. Full stop. So, if I can say right now, I'm not happy with you. It's like, you hate me. I did not say, I didn't say I hate you. I said, I'm not happy with you. Like, you hate me. You hate me. You don't love me again. You want to leave me. I didn't say that. So, so, amen. You see, voila now, voila. You see, men use words to communicate facts. So, if you want to be happy in your life, don't act with words. You will just kill yourself. If you ask his word, you'll be sad. You'll be hurt very well. So it's why men, men have not learned to pick when you come to talk to your woman. You'll not be picking your small, small. Because you'll find, you'll find loophole in that word and magnify it. So men now, you know, learn to, ah, all right, you'll land it in a very, very. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Sometimes now, men don't talk about it again. So to avoid trouble, they just shut up. So, well, you know what happens next? So the man is quietly unhappy, and that becomes resentment. So if you want peace of mind, let him talk. Don't add to it. Let him talk. Now, women communicate feelings with words, not facts, most times. When she talks, listen for the feeling, not for the word. So, the man is not saying, she says, for example, he says, um, you don't love me again. I'm like, how did we get here? How could you say, how could I don't love you again? I did, I did, I did, I did, I, uh, like, you know, and those words actually trigger the man. You will never, never, never. Yeah, you never take, you never take me, you never, you never take you out. Well, I, I don't I don't like sex. I, don't, I, just, I, just, I just want cuddles. I don't like sex. I just want to be cuddled. Amen. But let it be. Exactly. So in, in marriage, we have sex without guilt. Good sex. Plenty sex. Amen. Amen. Should I go further? Ah, mommy. Yeah, we can we can sex without guilt. Tonight, to bad delay, my spread the jam, I spread the jam. Amen. So in marriage, 
We have youthless sex, good sex, good sex, healthy sex. It's not, it's not, it's not, you look for, look for, you have to look for, look, look for to sleep with. No, we don't look for, we have to sleep with. We have to sleep with. When you have that, that, that signal from heaven to have sex, that signal, that signal, that flow of the anointing. Amen. You have got to pour it. Amen. Oh, it's too much. Uh, you ne- ask my guys. You never jam. Ask my married, my married guys. You, know, you, don't, you don't know nothing. When you marry, I'll show you shaggy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> when you come to a marriage group, this you see there. Jesus. <laughs> but it's for my people, right? Sex for us is a sweet topic. It's not shameful. It's not fearful. It's not... It's, it's our realm. Our realm. All right? My people have more sex and better sex than single people. Hmm? Amen. Mm. And the older you grow together, better the circles. While you are practicing with each other, learning each other better every day. So it gets better every day. Will you leave my sex and touch God? <laughs> I would like, hey, touch God. We are looking at me. Touch God. <laughs> All right. Paul, tell them in 1 Corinthians 7. It is better to marry than to burn with passion. So, you see, hey, as you grow older, when you, as you get 16, 17, 18, upwards, you begin to burn. Not for Jesus. <laughs> so, there's this natural burning. Ide your body. Again, sincerity here. Yeah. It will stop notch. So, Paul says, it is better to marry than to burn. So, you are burning. And you have partner. Just go and marry. It, 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 gets, it gets worse, actually. Ah, yeah, I married my babe. To myself, I have to marry. Because I'm meant, I'm meant to be a pastor boy. I was having some, some very bad plans in my head. Like, guy, it have rich. That red. It have rich. Ah, Someone is shaking his head, he can relate. <laughs> hey! Hey, man. This is not about your woman's but they're just calling you, touch me, touch me. Like Jesus, I've not married that. Touch me. <laughs> not you <doing> like this. <laughs> it's natural. It's natural. So Paul says, it is better to marry than to burn. Don't burn our house down. Go and marry. From this fire, only Jolie. The way it is doing you. Amen. Anytime, son, I'm looking to cut it right now. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, go and marry. It's why also you can't afford long courtship. Don't mark Barry. <laughs> I cannot believe my eyes. 
<laughs> Go and marry. Why are you dating three years? What are you doing? Are you, are you doing masters? Hmm? Babes, come marry. <laughs> come marry. And say something like, ah, next I'm like, God, you need to marry. Like, ah, my head, yeah, I feel for you, I can't relate. Like, I'm just, ah, yeah, my head, go let them marry quickly. This part is suffering, they're going through things. Mm-hmm. I see the bunny, you're going for Jesus. It's very evident. All right? So, marry. Amen. Marriage also helps shape our character. Marriage helps to shape our character. Marriage shapes our character. Proverbs 27 17. Proverbs 27 17. Proverbs 27 17. Proverbs 0. Lie down together. Then I told you to go to. See what you are thinking. I feel for you, bro. Proverbs 27 17. Proverbs 27 17. Proverbs 27 17. You still not change this thing. Okay. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. The key word there for me is iron sharpens iron. Now, by living with people, living with people, living with your partner, get get interact, and you have conflicts, right? Conflicts, right? So when iron meets iron, there is conflict. There is heat, but it's also smoothening. So marriage, the dealing with, with differences, dealing with conflicts, smoothens you, makes you have better rounded character. Now when you go online and see arguments about marriage online. We don't talk. We don't talk. Why? We are learning. We are smoothing. We know real life. Amen. But see single people, it's not true. It's not good. Like, hey, yeah. It's not that. They, they have the opinion. And when you marry and live with the reality of iron sharpens iron, you will know that there is it, there's conflict, but there's also growing smoothness. So the married person is really more patient. Ask. Check around. More patient. Can we talk to people's weaknesses? Let's, let's judgmental. Amen. So, marriage helps to shape your character, makes, makes your character, you know, better. When you learn to, to work with God and to, um, to live well in your differences, all right? Sharpens your character. You, you know, you think you are good until you marry. You think you are best behaved. Amen. Until you marry. You think you are patient. But when you move straightforward, I feel you, bros. Look at me. Okay? You think you are very patient. You think you are, you are the most understanding. Most kind, marry. Date a woman. Just let's, let's start from dating. I, I said my truth. I said my truth. When a woman preach, say your own truth. I say my truth. Okay? So, deal with somebody, deal with the opposite sex. Let, let me make it better. You will see that you're not as cool as you think you are. Amen. It, it reveals where you need to grow. Like, how could she say that? Just like it's like, eh? I'm born again. This anger passed born again. That's there before. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> so, it reveals to you your need for growth. Do you understand? It reveals your need for growth in, in, in fruit of spirit. It makes you desire 
I need to get better. Because it reveals to you, because love brings all the, all the emotions strongly, the good and the bad. Amen. So it reveals to you where you need to grow and get better. It makes you know that you need God. It makes you pray more. If you are married, you need to pray more if you are married. Amen. So love somebody like, like Christ who says you should love the person requires being drunk with the Spirit. Because she's annoying you sometimes. You want to love her like Christ loves the church. It requires you to be drunk in the Spirit sometimes. Amen. This is say submit. Submit. Okay. Let, let's use an analogy. Let's an analogy. So he's driving the car. You are by his side, Abby, and you have the kids at the back. Imagine it. And when he's driving this car, he went to Koto. But you must submit to him. You must follow him. Because if you correct him, we'll still fight. Tell him, oh God, we are going to Koto. If we turn it to fight, we have to say submit. What will you do? What will you do? Drag the steering with him. What will you do? Someone said break button. <laughs> you pray. You will pray that God that owns the heart of kings maybe turn your own king's heart. Marriage will show you your need for prayer. Amen. Show you what? Your need to grow in, in fruit of the Spirit to test you. You will learn to grow by force. This is the strength of Christian marriage. Let me tell you what, what I mean. Because we cannot go anywhere, we have to grow in it. Did you get that? Because we cannot go anywhere, we have to grow in it. That's a good place to be. Let, letting your marriage grow you. So you will learn to be patient. I'm learning every day. I have to learn. So I read books, hear podcasts. Because why? I cannot go anywhere. <laughs> so I have to grow in it. And if I grow, we get better. If I change, we get better. Leave her first. Leave your partner first. Leave her. Leave him. You grow. If I grow, we get better. So marriage helps shape your character, okay? Because what you learn in your marriage makes you ready for the world. Makes you more ready for the world. Makes you ready for leadership. Dealing with people. Amen. Makes you what? Ready for leadership. That's why Paul says, don't be a leader in church. Should be the husband of one wife, faithful to his wife, being able to lead his home. Why? The home will have seen some small pepper that makes him better for the world. So if you think that you will marry somebody and it's all perfection, it's not Mambio, Miss Ambun. It's real life, it's not so. Amen. So one of my guys, you've come to a pastor. He said, I know they laugh my mind. Okay? You are welcome, boy. Welcome to our world. It's what it is. It's what it is. Amen. It makes us better. It makes us stronger. It makes us well-rounded adults. We have to come. How could my guys like, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. It makes us stronger. So, when we now learn to understand our differences, become proper compliments. I'll make an example. Please come. Couple. Two of you. Example. Analogy. Amen. So you do this thing, you know, when you watch American film, soldier film, when they are going to war, you see, you see a man, two men, back in each other like with guns. What are they doing? So yeah. So, imagine, imagine, she, she, she acts in the school. You, you, you do theater arts. 
All right? So, oh yeah, carry your gun like you are entering to a, into a stronghold. Take a stronghold. So, what are you doing? Is that, is that you to your hand? Don't let them shoot you now. Be serious for once. All right, I know you love is doing people. Can you be serious? And I can't pray for two of you. Okay, so. <laughs> all right. So, so imagine going to, a stronghold, like, going to a stronghold like this. Now, there are enemies here. And there are enemies here. So, he's helping her to cover, you know, cover, take, uh, yes, yes, her back, literally. To help her kill the enemies that she cannot see. And vice versa. That's complimenting in marriage. So, where she's weak is strong. Where is weak is strong. When we both work together as complements, that's what we happen. We have a stronger unit. If because they go to that place, they will kill him and vice versa. When they're going together, they can both take down their enemies. So, for example, she has, in her head, everybody's birthday date. Her mother, her father, her uncle, his father's birthday date, his mother's birthday. He has no date on his mind except her birthday and anniversary. So, and they always tell her, damn Larry, you don't call, you don't call. But she, you have to call everybody. What would she do? She will help him remember to call everybody. Like, damn Larry, let's call mommy now. She says, ah, okay, okay, I forgot something. Let's call her now. They call now. So in so doing as a unit, they are, they are caring as a unit. They say, ah, they are so nice, they are so nice, they are so caring. It's not one that is nice, so she's the one. But because they are one, they are both caring and nice. You see that? So one person is spontaneous. The other is a planner. So the one that is planning makes them look like they're organized. One is very, may I say position now? One is very rigid, almost boring. The other one is super interesting. Together they are interesting. Why? The two shall become one flesh. Do you hear my point? They become one flesh. So when they both learn to work together. <sighs> All right? Hmm. One spends on a whim. The other plans every expense. Together they have a budget. So what, what, what would, the, what would the, the, the planning one do? Usually, usually, usually it's the guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> usually. Usually. So what, what, what will he now do? He will now help her have a separate small account that she can spend anyhow. Do you understand? <laughs> So when the account is empty, everybody will rest. So in so doing, they are organizing their spending. See that? When they work together, they are formidable. So you can see, so it looks like you have plenty of sense. But you know, you know it's not your sense that you're using. <laughs> it's your partner's sense. Amen. But what you are one is our sense. So it's not his best self in that moment. It's just in the mood. It's not even talking about it, because it doesn't, doesn't talk about it yet. Because there's many to think about it first in their head before they can sit their mouth. When I'm telling him, talk, talk, it's like, in his head, I can't talk now. I want to, but I cannot. Do you understand? Free lesson, you know. He wants to, but that's not come together yet. So you're wondering why he's not talking. He's annoying, it's frustrating. Now, what should, what, what should she do? As long as I ask his back, pray. Pray. Because even if you know that this thing is likely his job, just intuitively, it's likely money. It's likely his job. Pray. What are you doing? You are having his back. 
You pray and show affection, affirmation. My guy, you got it. No worry, go work. You might point say, what are we doing? Having each other's backs, compliment. This is what you have in a marriage. When one is down, the other helps him up. But woe to the man who is down and has nobody to help him up. Woe to the man also that has a babe, but it's not open with her. It's forming. It's forming strong man. It's forming James Bond. He will not share his problem. He will not ask for help. And she's there with all the help he needs. Don't forget, Genesis 2, God took out a rib figuratively and made the rib into her, meaning that what he needs is in her. So, not too much reading, okay? So, so, help your wife, not me. So, if he then will not ask for help, he will be there needing help but not getting the help. So when you now ask also, don't ask me, uh, how could you, my superman? My young man. My Mike Tyson. How could you need help? How could you? You, my helper, how can you need help? You, my savior, how can you need saving? You know, Odogu. <laughs> Don't now say, ah, no, 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 no. You're not real Odogu. Are, are you even a man? When you act that way, you will never share again. That's the end. That's the end of sharing. Jesus comes. So, be able to serve your partner's needs. Be expressive. I'm almost done. Play actor. <laughs> when we live this way, we have strong intimacy. Strong intimacy. Strong unions. Okay? Your marriage will work. Your life and your career will be better for you to show your career and show your life and show your business. All right? Thank you. So help us just, you know, let you thank you. Thank you, thank you with a slight kiss. Thank you. If I slap your face. Make it fast. Good. Complete tensioning. Father, we thank you this morning. Because we have learned and we are learning and it gets better. Thank you because we are wise in these things. Thank you because, yes, 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 yes. Thank you for recognition. 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 That the eyes of your children are open to recognize their partners in the name of Jesus. You will see him or her and you just know this person is different. You just know. You just know. You just know. I pray for you that as your vision and values aligns with God, you walk right into an environment where what is yours can locate you in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone here that they begin to catch of the future a vision. They catch a vision of the future so that 
they can then align their values and then you know walk into, into an environment where you have made their balance available for them in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that you grow in character so that you become the speck speck in the name of Jesus. For now that feels like time is running out. Yes. I'm telling right now, as one from God, that the one that owns time says time is not running out. He has times and things in his hands. He comes of life out of darkness. I pray for you this year, recognition. Recognition. Divine occurrences that will bring him or her your way in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone here, you will do it right. You will do dating right. You will do marriage right. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.